Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Loy Vaught, Benoit Benjamin, Joey Devine, Swen Nader, Randy Smith, Sean Keane. Gary Grant, musical guest, the mamas and the papas, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's episode 99 of Round Ball Rock, which you know what that means, Sean. We gotta get smart. Oh, I was going to say, it's our second to the last episode ever. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's me here. It's 1.15 in the morning. Sean, you are also here. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I was was taking care of little children for a lot of the day. Uh, You know who's not good? Who's that? Clipper Daryl. Oh. Clipper Daryl is not doing well. He's not happy. Super fan of the Clippers, Clipper Daryl. Mm-hmm. Uh, not such a super... Like, like he is a super fan, one word. He is... Is he the worst super fan in professional sports? I mean, there's got to be, like, awful... There's like, awful racist college. hooligans. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. whoever... That guy in college who, like tried to fight Marcus Smart or whatever is probably worse. Oh, yeah, and he probably thinks of himself as, like, the Clipper Daryl of Texas Tech or wherever that was. <laughs> um, that Sixers fan from last year who said he was a stand-up comedian who was, like, giving somebody middle fingers, he was pretty bad. That guy was bad, but but he's not, like... I mean, there are worse fans, 
for sure. But like, <laughs> like for a guy that's a, he's in that like fireman Ed class of like a guy who thinks it's really. And I do not remember who Fireman Ed is, but I remember <laughs> Fireman. He's uh, yeah, he wore like a. He would do like lead cheers at Jets games, just like the Jets. I mean, the Jets, the NFL Clippers. Dude, if Fireman Ed was around today, because it doesn't appear he's around, right? He he, he died in nine eleven or something. <laughs> he well, he retired from being Fireman Ed after the butt fumble. It was actually it was that game. I feel like Fireman that, that... Ed. People would drag if he existed today. Fireman Ed, they would really drag up some real gross stuff he said on Reddit. Oh, that's true. That's why he had to stay retired. <laughs> He's like, this butt fumbles my out. Thanksgiving, everybody's watching. Nobody has to look into the fire department personnel files. <laughs> yeah, he is like a milkshake duck personified. Um... <laughs> I definitely think. Uh, I mean, obviously. The person most likely to to just come out in this string of uh, powerful pervs going down is pretty, you know, like Drake. Uh, would would it be that surprising if Drake had some skeletons in his closet? He's the most famous like mascot fan. I think Drake is going to be fine. I think he'll be um, fine too. I'm just saying, no one else. I is, think he's much more the famous. Knicks fans, famous Knicks fans, are more likely to be out. <laughs> oh wow! Let's yeah, just... well, there's there's one in particular, <laughs> but I mean, I also like any of the other famous Knicks fans, like John McEnroe. Wouldn't you be like, yeah, probably? <laughs> You'll be like David that. Duchovny. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, John John McEnroe behaved inappropriately <laughs> in a workplace. <laughs> Like, any famous Knicks fan, with the exception of Spike Lee, I feel like Spike Lee probably actually doesn't have any of that. I'm like, I no, could I... definitely see some real weird, some real bad sexual behavior happening from any of any famous Knicks fan. <laughs> God, I could, uh, yeah, that, any of them, right? Right? Like, even, the only one yeah. I could, I, w- I would be surprised... No, no, no one would really surprise me that much. <laughs> in the Mecca, I mean, look, it's, you know, you know who I think nothing actually... against any of those celebrities. No, it's just... just something about the age range and the gender <laughs> and like and the, the city. Attitude. Yeah, it's like yeah. New York City. Kinda... <laughs> like a lot of codes of acceptable behavior just don't exist. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people just kind of like yelling at each other. In New York, yeah. <laughs> in a way that there isn't in another <laughs> at near, yeah. Although I bet, I bet like Oklahoma City, if they got a super fan, it's like it's like darker. They do, you know, they do have that super fan. Oklahoma City has a super fan. Is it? Yeah, the, is it the owners kid who yelled? Like, at... <laughs> okay. Yes. Wait, the guy who yelled at Patrick Beverly last year. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. He's this guy, this, like, bar owner. He's, like, the guy who went to Kevin Durant's house and made a video where he, like, dropped his jersey off on his lawn or whatever. Was he holding a rifle, too? I think so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's an open carry uh, guy, advocate, when it comes to 
visiting star players house. Yeah, he's the guy who was wearing the coward shirt that Draymond was like fighting. Oh man, actually, you know, now that we can I jump this thing up on the rundown? I just wanted to admit it's not a real item, but <laughs> uh, when we're talking about Spike Lee. Uh, did you know that she's got to have it as now a series on Netflix? Of course I did. I'm a spike head, dude. Yeah, it's odd. I only watched the first one, but it was really good. Uh, I thought it was great. But yeah. uh, there are two NBA things in that. Uh, so uh, the 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 main character Nola at one mm-hmm. point is getting confronted by uh, a guy she's in a casual relationship with, and she has like a mini monologue. Where she defends Kevin Durant, and it's like, come on, like, 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 why would you lock into this shitty thing when you have options? Yeah, and that was funny. But the like deep cut, have you seen it, Joey? I haven't so, watched it yet. No, the guy who uh, is playing the Spike Lee role of Mars, Mars Blackman, Blackman, yeah, has a lot of like visual things to his look that are very uh, Yoakum Noah like. Oh, interesting. Like crazy hair and he's like I you know, who knows? I don't I, I don't I don't recognize the actor playing him, but there's certainly some elements of him where I'm like, dude, you had to watch Noah a lot and you're like, huh, this guy's kind of a spaz. Who <laughs> do I want to base this spaz on? He's like an endearing he's an endearing character, don't get me wrong, but but there there were just enough Noah-ish things where I'm like, you know, Spikes goes to every game, so yeah, like he had to really. I'm sure that Noah, especially last year, is a guy who would stick with you as an auteur. So uh, check it out, anyway, streaming on Netflix. Back to Netflix.com. <laughs> back to Clipper Daryl. Clipper Daryl. Um, he. We have some audio Clipper Daryl posted an hour ago um, after the Jazz got – I mean the Clippers got blown out by the Jazz. Uh, Sean, do you want to play it for us? Yeah. Fire Duck Rivers! Uh, Sean, can you play that again, please? Yes. Fire Duck Rivers! One more time. Fire Duck Rivers! So Sean, yes, that's Clipper Daryl screaming, the the king of the Clippers. So let's be honest. You know what? First off, I'm not a Clipper Daryl fan. I want to make that very clear. Uh, I think he's incredibly annoying. I think he's not a real fan of the Clippers. He's 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 remarkably uncharismatic for a person uh, who has dedicated his life. Well, follow him when they were underdogs. Wears like custom customized Clipperdale things. Feuded with the team because they gave him crappier free free tickets. Yeah, than his existing free tickets. Yeah. Um, but I gotta say, <laughs> I agree with Clipperdale here. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, like, I have to say, I I might be even less of a Clipperdale fan, and. But but I actually heard this and I was like, maybe they should give Doc Rivers a chance. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, just because Clipper Daryl was advocating for it. I'm like, well, this is a man who 
clearly did not make great decisions in his own life because he chose to become Clipper Daryl. Um, people kind of liked him at the big three, I think, this year because he came to the one at Staples. People uh-huh. seem to not hate Clipper Daryl, but I definitely do. I also definitely do. Um, so <laughs> let me run through. He posted this video on Twitter. I guess I should explain. Yeah. It says the hashtag fire dog rivers. <laughs> uh, and there are two tweets that precede it. Okay. Now I want to also, I should also preface this by saying I had to unblock Clipper Daryl to see these <laughs> tweets. <laughs> um, so but, you had to wait, wait. You had actually blocked Clipper Daryl? Oh, yeah, dude. Why Why <laughs> did you end up blocking him? Uh, I tweeted something about Clipper Daryl one time. Not oh. adding him. Just used the words Clipper and Daryl. And he faved it. And I was like, oh, man, I do not want this guy to ever see my tweets about <laughs> him again. Because I'm not going to remember <laughs> Like, I will probably talk shit about Clipper Daryl at some point, and uh, I don't want to get in a Twitter fight with him. So it was a premature, it was like a, an offense block. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it did completely fine. Um, but, so 17 hours ago, mm-hmm. he tweeted, hashtag my future Thursday to have all caps, no more freelance basketball. And to see Doc Rivers, coach of the L.A. Clippers, have structure, a system, plays, and explain each player their role, and for the Clippers to have an identity, two exclamation points. If this happens, this team can compete every night, three exclamation points. Believe in you, bench. Hashtag MFT. What what does the MFT stand for? Which I think stands for My Future Thursday. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Which I guess was a hashtag. That's a, um, uh, Or it's a Clipper Daryl hashtag? I don't know. Can I can I tell you what the the two tweets after that are? Oh, that's what I was going to get to, <laughs> no. but yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> uh, he tweeted I loved hashtag all caps Gomer Pyle. Yeah. However, uh-huh. He he says that after quoting a tweet from Roger Lodge, the host former of host of Blind Date, Blind Date and uh, NBA former NBA uh, Entertainment League participant Roger Lodge. Also, Jim I assume Majors. Clipper fan. Actually, uh, maybe. I mean, I guess. I guess <laughs> if he knows Clipper Daryl, I kind of feel like Roger Lodge is a dude that likes going to basketball games. Yes. And he might have be like a guy that goes to Well, he's a big Angels fan. That's like his that's his thing. He's you know he's a sports radio host in Los Angeles area too. Okay, we're talking too much about Roger Watts. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) And then and then the next thing that that Clipper Daryl tweeted is like what appears to be like a thirty three minute um live stream. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Of him eating of, at it, a place called Tom's <laughs> Junior. <laughs> but he says, <laughs> but he says the At Clippers have a secret weapon if utilized right. Three exclamation points. It's Montrez Harrell, and he <laughs> and of course he added Montrez Harrell. Um, but 
So th- that happened seven hours ago. Then the game happens, and Gorber Daryl uh, posts <laughs> a screenshot of the box score uh, uh, of the Jazz losing 126. To, I mean, the Jazz beating the Clippers 126 to 107 mm-hmm. with the caption. Can someone please tell Glenn Rivers that Austin Rivers is not, I repeat, is not a point guard. Play him at the two guard. Pick and pop as the at LA Clippers lose big to the at Utah Jazz 107-126. Hashtag fan truth. But Um, here's the thing. (laughs) That was not enough fan truth, Sean. No, that was, was not enough fan truth. That was because, not particularly fan truth. Because three minutes later, he tweets, Oh, oh. We played again. Fire Doc Rivers! <laughs> he tweets, Fire Doc Rivers! Him screaming, Fire Doc Rivers. <laughs> which, look, I could listen to that every day. I could listen to that every day. And it would, I would, I am only enjoying it more every time I'm hearing it. Yeah. <laughs> now, can, can I tell you, like, like, Austin Rivers did not have a good plus minus, but today he was 9 of 16, 3 of 7 from 3. He had 25 points and 6 rebounds, and he had 2 turnovers. But he also tried to fight a fan. Oh, well, yeah. I, d- <laughs> I guess. <laughs> See now I'm like starting to doubt. Home. I'm starting to <laughs> doubt Montrez Harrell as a prospect now, because because Clipper Daryl likes. By the way, he was the only Clipper with a positive plus minus tonight. Jesus, Clipper Daryl. <laughs> Clipper Daryl's right, dude. He's right. God, I guess <laughs> maybe we should start going to Tom's Junior. I guess. <laughs> uh, I looked at their website. They look like like a chain that would be in a movie this is like very it seems like like the place where they would eat in the very brady movie so i'm at i'm at tom's jr's twitter right now yeah oh you're on their twitter oh yeah i Uh, guess they they follow eight people one of them is clipper daryl whoa the other ones are dj yella of nwa uh some guy from iHeartRadio, Ice Cube, O'Shea, ja- the actor who played Ice Cube in uh, Straight Outta Compton, <laughs> Dr. Dre, and an Easy E Twitter. <laughs> well, now keep in mind, um, what's can you tell everybody what Clipper Daryl's Twitter photo is? Uh, it's a picture of him with Ice Cube. But what is he wearing? Uh, is he he's wearing, wearing his clipper suit? He's wearing his clipper suit. I'm on the Tom. Oh, I'm on oh, the sorry. Tom's Junior Twitter. Uh, <laughs> over his clipper suit, he's wearing something. Oh, you know what? I think it is actually a sponsor. It. He has a big Tom's Junior patch on his jacket. Oh, is but he, I think it's more of a sponsor. No, I think it's a sponsorship. It's like a player, okay. like like how a Laker jersey will have the wish icon. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, so I think he's sponsored by Tom's Jr. He sold the uh, naming so rights to that, the Clippers. So that's why he has to periscope for half an hour at the burger place before he goes to the game. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if he's being paid to do like is he I'm being sure paid in he is. 
What? He is definitely getting paid in free time. In food. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe they, I don't know. So, yeah, so in the photo, I, I guess I get it. <laughs> but anyway, all right. He, Derek Clipperdale, it's not, it's not that pleasant to watch him eat. I gotta say. Should we talk about how Austin Rivers tried to fight a fan? Yeah, that's actually more <laughs> significant. <laughs> and that fan, by the way, not Clipper Daryl. Yeah, so so the Jazz basically the Jazz killed the Clippers tonight. Um you know, d- d- I guess Austin Rivers is not a point guard. He's not a point guard, but also the Lakers the the Clippers uh, don't really have any point guards. You know what I mean? Like like I don't I'm not sure They're what Clipper Daryl's right? calling for. Like Juwan Evans, yeah, Teodosic and Beverly are both hurt. Juwan Evans, twenty, you know, maybe that's who Clipper Daryl wants running the offense. Um, but near the end of the game, uh, Laker the Clippers were down like nineteen. Jesus, the Clippers are down like nineteen points. Uh, Austin, little lackadaisical on an offensive possession, not really hustling. Shot a, a long jumper with like two seconds left on the shot clock, mm-hmm. um, and apparently someone yelled at him to the extent that when the Jazz uh, went back up the court on offense, uh, Austin just came up and intentionally fouled a guy so that the game would stop and he could walk over and yell at the guy in person. Yeah. And he was they're at, at home. home. They're at home. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think there are Tom's Junior locations outside of Southern California. Uh, man, he also. <laughs> Can I read you a quote that Austin Rivers said after the game? Yeah. Uh, he's talking about Jazz rookie Donovan Mitchell. Uh huh. And this is the direct quote. That little motherfucker is good. That dude's a rookie. He's crazy. He's the best rookie in the NBA if you don't count Ben Simmons. If you're not counting Ben Simmons, excluding Ben Simmons, he's the best rookie in the NBA. Him and Jason Tatum. Donovan Mitchell's the best rookie in the NBA, bottom line, except he named three other guys. Three other rookies. <laughs> bottom line. Bottom line with three lines, three independently different lines below it but bottom line bottom line that motherfucker is out there leading a team as a rookie you know what i mean he's got way more on his shoulders than a lot of the other guys excluding ben simmons him and tatum are impressive (laughs) i fully expect marco fultz to pass him later in the year and don't sleep on lonzo ball number one with a bullet Donovan and Mitchell, the he, best. No one will pass him, but except for maybe De'Aaron Fox. Also, love what Lowry, Lowry Markkinen's doing in Chicago, but Donovan oh, Mitchell, top rookie, hundred percent. I mean, Dennis Smith is also very yeah. good. Uh, no, no <laughs> argument whatsoever. <laughs> Gotta like what Tyler Lydon's doing in garbage time in Denver, though. So, um, but definitely Donovan Mitchell. There's not even <laughs> anyone else you'd have in the same breath as him. I mean, Cinderius Thornwell. I mean, he's doing <laughs> some stuff. Um. Oh, the other the other thing, just to update, just to be full on the Clipper family, the Rivers family. Austin almost fought a fan. 
Callie Rivers tweeted, I don't care. I don't know if I just haven't had pizza in a while or if I'm starving, but I just got a mini one at the game and it tastes like crack. Side note, does crack even taste good? And uh, for Doc, I mean, we'll just let Clipper Daryl explain. Fire Doc Rivers! All right, thanks, Clipper Daryl. <laughs> oh, I can't stop listening to it. Play it again. Play it again. <laughs> Fire Doc Rivers! Here's a question, Sean. Yeah. What happens to Austin when they fire Doc? I mean, I think maybe he gets a lot better or he gets a buyout. Don't yeah, don't the Clippers have to get him away from the team too? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it's a, it has to be a package deal. <laughs> I mean, because Doc as the team president packaged himself to to Austin. <laughs> I mean, they want. I assume DeAndre Jordan is not going to be on the Clippers next year. I would be. It, it seems like that would be a real upset. They should trade him tomorrow. Yeah, and Austin kind of makes too much money, but I think he has yeah. another year on his deal after this one, right? I think it might be two. Uh so <laughs> there might be two years left on that deal, dude. I think he got. Th- I think he got. Th- 36 for three last summer but still feels somewhat untradeable at that number. yeah i mean maybe if you package him with deandre <laughs> and take less good prospects back uh basketball <laughs> trades are so, like i can't even i'm not even really sure where deandre is gonna go the washington wizards Right? You'd think that would be, have to be it. Yeah, I feel like they I feel like they have a bunch of guys who can throw him lobs, right? Morris yeah. doesn't want to be inside anyway. Right. Man, Gortat will he'd be so angry on the Clippers. They'd buy him out. Yeah. Although that He's would in be the last year of his deal. That would be yeah. I do kind of feel like he and Gallinari would have fun together, though. I mean, everybody's going to have fun with Danilo Gallinari. Unless you're his teammate. Who did he punch? A teammate or an opponent this summer? It was an opponent. Oh, well, I don't have as much of a problem with that. I think it's another tall guy. He, Yeah, it wasn't like a Bobby Portis deal. Um, Yeah, so... So do you do you think Clipper Daryl is right? Will Doc Rivers? I'm not even going to say survive the season because I think he could easily get fired, uh, like near the end of the year. But is there any chance he gets fired, say before the All Star game? I don't think so. Yeah, I kind of think they're they're not. They just don't really have that much flexibility, except. DeAndre's contracts coming off. And they they don't have a ton of like long-term commitments beyond Blake. It's like Blake and Gallinari. But the next year seems like it could be pretty tough for them. I still think I think they keep him. They just keep letting him like keep letting like any amount of sheen that the fans like him 
wear off with him losing and not doing anything. Oh, so that. just just as like, oh, so they can have a clean break next year or something. Yeah, yeah. This summer, yeah, I mean, then, there's no reason like yeah, like they who can't you... make the playoffs. Like, I guess that's the main thing is that it seems like they it seems like their season is done right now. Even though yes. Blake Blake is only going to be out two months, but. Yeah, I mean it's. They're, I mean, like, look, eight, look. Last episode, I said he needs to go full into improv comedy until training camp next year. I'm, I stand you did by say that. that. They are two games out of the eight seed right now, but they are three I and seven think in their Blake last. Needs ten. to film a cameo on Amazon's. The marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, that would be cool. Could he? So who? Get, but that's a period show. Mm-hmm. So he's got a. Would he play a seventies basketball player? No, he's like a stand-up. He's, he's just like real. He's just a really tall stand. Yeah, biracial stand. Or he's like and, the bouncer at the club. Oh, that that's good actually, because <laughs> then they can then they can be like. Yeah, we heard you. We heard you weren't as tough as you used to be, and he's like. Uh, yeah, but I can still deliver outside. And then he throws the guy in the parking lot. <laughs> and then fake Lenny Bruce like puts out a cigarette on him. <laughs> Someone in that show, the, the main character has an altercation with Don Adams from Get Smart, our second Get Smart oh. reference on the podcast. Um. <laughs> she throws you a punch and she me. misses him by that much. Oh, man. You would have to pay me so much money to watch any other show about stand-up comedy. I'm never watching anything about stand-up comedy ever again. Did you Did you watch I'm Dying After? Oh, yeah, After? dude. Every single episode. <laughs> You've seen every episode. <laughs> yeah. Dude, no, that I will watch again. I'll watch season two of I'm Dying up here. But... Well, you, well, that's because you're a Duke head. You love Clark Duke. You watch everything that he's in. <laughs> You've got a Clark. You're the only person I know with a cardboard Clark Duke standa, standard, <laughs> whatever they call us. All right, let's. We've talked about nothing. <laughs> we've talked about nothing for forty minutes. All right, well let's. let's... Uh, wait. Hit it, Clipper Daryl. Fire Doc Rivers. <laughs> All right, um, Ben Simmons, Sean. Yes, you want to talk about that? Yeah, so the the Sixers were beating the Wizards pretty bad, and in the fourth quarter, uh, they 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 just decided to foul Ben Simmons over and over again. He twenty five times, I believe. Uh, he took twenty four foul shots, so I guess he yeah. was fouled twelve times, uh, and he made I think thirteen of those shots. It was a record for a quarter. Yeah, no one's, and everybody else has been. I think it was like Dwight Howard once, DeAndre Jordan twice, and like Drummond. There was mm-hmm. that weird game where um, the Rockets just kept fouling Drummond. Oh, was that weird? <laughs> well, because they just it was like I know, the second. Well, the weird thing about it is they they didn't do it when they were in the bonus. They they sent in KJ McDaniel like at the beginning of the second quarter to foul him, like, four times in a row to get in the bonus. God, that's got to be such a bummer if you're KJ McDaniels. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, you sure you don't want to keep me around? You want to foul me out? And you're putting me in to foul out in the second quarter? 
cool. I mean, I don't, Thanks, coach. <laughs> I'm going to say he probably didn't even get the chance to foul out, even though he was his whole job. He only fouled, but that's an, it. It didn't work well. It kind of worked in this game, I think, probably because the one benefit of this technique that people don't really talk about as much is you don't you can just play fully you can play all offense lineups because right. all you're doing is fouling Ben Simmons every time so yeah like you can just you can just have your offense squad out there but um yeah it it again had people talking about revisiting the intentional foul rules in the NBA I mean, they lost the game. They did lose the game, but the they Sixers caught up. won the game. <laughs> yeah, it did not. It did, ultimately it did not really work, and it was probably terrible to watch that game. I watched a lot of it, uh, and it was yeah. Um. So my first question, Sean, yeah. is can we just stop calling it the Hacka because it's a uh, only. Because it rhymed with Shack that we called it Hack. Right. So it was Hack a Shack. Right. No one was like Hack a Ewing. You'd be like, no, <laughs> why would you ever say that? It works for one specific person and his name is Shack. If like Shelvin Mack were famous and terrible, yeah, Hack a Mac. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Like all of those work. But they just they um, immediately went to like, well, it's the Hack of Dwight. It's the Hack of Sim. It's like, this sounds. Just terrible. I hate when they do it without a name more, though. Oh, when they're the like, hacka? yeah, when they're yeah. just like, oh, looks like they're going to hack a here. It's like, come on, dude. And we're both from Northern California. We've heard people say hello all the time. That might be the yeah. other thing is that hello, whatever. Saying hecka, ugh, terrible. And hacka sounds like hecka. But, but just, just you just have to think of a different. There just, you, there just needs to be a different term. Because like, also the people complaining I about it. Should call it. Are you ready? Yeah. The coward's way. Oh, <laughs> hot take. Oh, looks like looks like Greg Popovich is taking the coward's way yeah. this quarter. <laughs> oh, the coward's way to Simmons Land. <laughs> uh, what if what if they said like lining him up? Yeah, they lined him up. They just sent no, him a line like over and over again. Um, let's see. How about intentional foul? <laughs> I mean, like, okay, but if you had to just make it a noun, like the name of the strategy. You know, the coward's way. The coward's way. Yeah, that's, that's all we right? did. That's the yeah. best way. Because also invented by, you know, my favorite my favorite NBA coach did claims at least he's the first person to invent to do the hack a shack. Uh, Don Nelson. Don Nelson. And you know what? I love him, but kind of a coward. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't live his life with bravery. He just lives it with panache. <laughs> um, like I, I, mean, I imagine Don Nelson being like, uh, like I've heard, have you ever heard the Irish proverb? Uh, better, better to be a coward and run away than to be brave and be dead for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> 
Don Nelson's going to live to be way older than you think he should. <laughs> I mean, and the best part about Don Nelson is he would run away all the time, but then also sue the person he ran away from yeah. and yeah, win. The, man. <laughs> Don Nelson rules. What if, All what right. if somebody he manages to like subpoena Shaq? Like, <laughs> like what is that? It's just an endless stream of process servers. We send in Shaq to court again. Shaq only wins like fifty percent of these cases too. So, uh, yeah, if someone ever does it to Stephen Adams, I do think you can call it the Haka because he is from New Zealand. Yeah, I got the joke, Sean. <laughs> This is for our, this is for our Latvian listeners who might not All know right. that dance. Um, Sean, what's our next story? Uh, this is just not a lot of like news things, but here's just a couple quotes I wanted to throw out here. Just, sure, you do these kind of rapid fire. Um, somebody asked Kyrie Irving if he could have made the kind of passes he's making this year last year in Cleveland, and he said, "Man, comparisons a thief of joy." Which is such an amazingly Kyrie Irving quote, and I love it. Comparison's a thief of joy. I'm not even sure what that means. No, it means like like by by comparing things to by focusing on things that used to be or might be. I mean, I understand the meaning of the words. Right. Uh, you don't understand his phrasing there. It's a poetic way of. Shutting it down. I don't know. You know what my response to that is? What's that? I'll I'll have Clipper Daryl take this one. Fire Doc Rivers. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm starting I'm starting I'm continuing to think that Kyrie Irving might be a genius. Um, I, I want to live in his. God, you're falling for his trap, dude. I want to live in the Kyo <laughs> Dome. I'm sorry. It seems great. Uh, that's the name of our new segment, which is the Kyo Dome. The Kyo Dome. Visit Kyrie Irving every week. Um, um, another couple of quotes, real fast. Uh, they, the, I think this is from the Zach Lowe jazz piece, uh, where he talks about how they set a lot of screens. Anyway, uh, the Jazz GM said that they could, in fact, recruit free agents to Salt Lake City, Utah. And he said, most players realize Rudy is a top 15 player who can anchor a defense. Do you think Rudy Gobert is a top 15 player? 15? 15. Top 15 player in the National Basketball (laughs) Association. Maybe he means... Among active French NBA players. I mean, he's a top 15 defensive player. He's a top three defensive player. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Like, is Rudy Gobert really better at defense than LeBron if you were in the playoffs? Mm, Probably not. Uh Anyway, anyway, I just, I'm going to say most players believing that Ruby Go- Rudy Gobert is a top 15 player is demonstrably false. And I would say that most people on the Utah Jazz roster now 
do not think he is a top 15 player. I'm going to say more NBA players believe Carmelo Anthony is a top 15 <laughs> NBA player than Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's why he should sign with the Jazz next year, because he wants to live in a better city than Oklahoma City. Here's Wow. Here's the quote the Jazz GM should have said. Are you ready? Yeah. He should have said, it's the shots we're not taking, man. Oh. That's the key to, that's the, key to the Utah Jazz. <laughs> Do you think like do you think like in the seventies there was ever a player who went to the Jazz and is like I don't know about the direction of this team but um I assume from their name that we all get to do heroin yeah it was Pistol Pete Maravich <laughs> Pistol Pete Maravich <laughs> they're like look you already have the name of a trumpet player who dies young so um speaking of Carmelo yeah. I just thought this was so that the Oklahoma City Thunder with a heroic victory over the Golden State Warriors the night before Thanksgiving have been beaten soundly a couple yeah, of times since then. Real bad. <laughs> and uh, it was just funny that, that Carmelo, and, Carmelo Anthony like, will talk to the media no matter what. He is, he's a cool guy. Uh, he, uh, he just kept saying that the team was mad. And they kept saying, like, are you guys frustrated by losing and your offense is so bad? And he's like, we're not frustrated. We're mad. We're angry. Which is like just the opposite of 99% of anyone's public comments. Like everybody is constantly insisting that they are not mad and not yeah. angry. And Melo's like, yeah, we're, we're kind of, we're mad. We're mad about losing games. We'd rather <laughs> be winning basketball games. But then he also pretty yeah, correctly. Well, of, course of course they're all mad. They have to live in Oklahoma City. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> they're like, Jesus Christ, the only place we can get good clothes are the Goodwill after Russ gives away his outfit <laughs> after where he was. Uh, also, the cl uh, the other thing is that um, it seems like Westbrook is taking it pretty hard, and Carmelo Anthony probably correctly is like, "Yeah, we've played twenty games." Yeah, and I mean they're they're still ninth. Yeah, but I don't uh, know who would have thought Carmelo Anthony has a laissez-faire <laughs> attitude about something. <laughs> who would think that a team with Paul George on it does not do well in the closing minutes of games? Look, we all saw that Gatorade commercial. He he opened himself up to the question. <laughs> um, it is weird that he was admitting to being angry, though, for sure. Yeah, like it just—it just felt it was so refreshing. Anyway. I guess you learn a lot when you get away from Phil Jackson. Who do you think is the who do you think is the angriest person on the Thunder? I mean, on the court, it's Russell Westbrook. But off the court, it is probably Kyle Singler. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's like... I think I was going to say Josh Eustace. Oh, think, yeah. Yeah, I it's think, Josh Eustace Because I think sure. I think Singler probably has a pretty good time being an NBA player. <laughs> He also has like four years left on his deal. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, who, and I think the 
there might be a fun chill off happening between Raymond Felton and Carmelo Anthony. Did you say chili cook off? Chill off. Chill off. Just oh, chill I th- off. No, no. I think they're having a chili, <laughs> chili eat off. A chili <laughs> eat off. <laughs> I could see them. I think it would be a chili. They'd be like, let's make this interesting. Put some bratwursts under that chili. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, Sean, mm-hmm. we've gotten some complaints recently. Yeah. About our basketball expertise being a little too casual, little uh, because we're not av- exactly we're we're not analytical enough, if yeah. you will. Because every episode we admit that we don't know who many anything many about basketball are in the NBA. We're like, what? <laughs> who? We're like Robert Covington. Who is that? <laughs> Um, so in a podcast, uh, I believe a podcasting first. Yes. Uh, we are about to have a podcast within a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we've hired venerable, very, very, uh, popular basketball analytic nerds, Brett Sampson and Randy Ledoux. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're going to run a little podcast called Slammed Up. Slammed Up. All right, I'm uh, very excited. So I guess here's Brett and Randy. Robot, give us Brett and Randy. Um. Okay, let's... Welcome to Slammed Up, uh, the analytical basketball podcast within Round Ball Rock. I am Brett Sampson, and with me is Randy Ledoux. Hi, Brett. How are you doing? Great. I'm doing good. I watched every NBA game at the same time on a well, bunch of TVs at a Sears with a Wi-Fi connection. Well, of course, um, the listeners all know this because of our Patreon, but uh, we did our NBA Slack show. Where yeah. we watch all the games on Slack. Yeah, we have a Slack channel uh, that's going to be available as a optional plugin for the Patreon subscribers on Waze also. So you can watch it in the car. Uh, you Very drive exciting. everywhere. You love basketball. It combines two great things. Drive into the lane. Drive into the game. So excited about that. So our main story today is the Houston Rockets and... We just have to say they're doing well. They've got, uh, they're leading the Western Conference right now with Chris Paul back. They've been first in offense and first in defense. And that's why we're saying it's time to break up the Houston Rockets. It's time to break up the Houston, it's definitely time to break up the Houston Rockets, Brett, because um, we all know they have no chance of winning an NBA championship. And if you can't win a championship, you might as well sell everyone for assets and get another lick at the ice cream cone. That's true. We always talk about that. Um, you're getting extra toppings. And, uh, you know, the cherry on the Sunday is the Larry O'Brien trophy. Uh, Chris Paul's going to be a free agent this year. It might be time to see 
what they can get for him on the open market. Uh, frankly, I think he has negative value on the open market. His per his per seventy two minutes are pedestrian at best. Yeah, the per seventy two minute stat is something that we invented for people playing in a Mike D'Antoni offense when your your rest is so little during the regular season that it starts counting time and a half like uh, a union job, like a Safeway cashier, and uh, holiday minutes, as per Safeway rules, are double time and a half. But anyway, well, a couple hypothetical trades uh, I think we should consider here. Um, mm -hmm. I think I, if I were Daryl Morey, I would consider trading James Harden um, for uh, expiring contracts and future picks. Uh, expiring contracts, like like what kind of contracts are you, you um, thinking of? Like uh, Marcin Gortat. <laughs> Marcin Gortat, the Polish hammer, um, can fit in, has playoff experience. Um, so would you try to would you try to package that for another uh, another Otto sniff Porter? at another sniff at the sprinkles? I don't know. What do you think, Brett? I think you've got to see what you can get in terms of you've got Chris Paul now, but 33, the history of these players at this kind of age, they don't age well, these shorter guards. Um, I got to say, you want to look at somebody with some height, maybe like see if you can flip him to Golden State for Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston in a Mike D'Antoni system, he doesn't shoot threes, Brent. Don't you think that's a problem? I think that you're not going to beat the Warriors just by shooting threes anyways. You may as well go down to the drawing board and maybe see if you can injure Sean Livingston, see if there's insurance on that contract. <laughs> Get that back, double indemnity and energy policy, and plow that back into the D-League team. That's a fair point. I didn't even think about that, Brett. You yeah, could maybe you should have thought about it. <laughs> you could pay Nene off the table, under the table, uh, to hit Sean Livingston in the knee. That's true. And with the NBA's new over-38 rule, you actually would only have to pay him two-thirds of the bounty you would play to a younger uh, NBA player trying to hit him in the leg and injure yeah. him. That's a cap. That's a cap rule we haven't yet seen anyone take quite enough advantage of. Yeah, uh, actually, the original director's cut of I Tonya got into a lot more of the mechanics, but I heard that that was left on the cutting room floor. Uh, they did not use the Michael Lewis rewrite for that one, which is mm -hmm. kind of a shame. I'd like to see it. I hope that uh, the director's cut is available on video on demand sometime because I would like to watch it with my girlfriend or my other girlfriend. You have two girlfriends now? I have two girlfriends. I just figured, you know, just uh, diversify my assets. Uh, one of them lives in my apartment with me. The other one is at my rental property. Uh, but by the way, uh, we are going to have to take a break to talk to our sponsor. Um, as you know, on Slammed Up, all the products are ones that we use ourselves. And this is an exciting new product called Toaster. T -O -A -S That's without an E. Without an E. Without an E. T-O-A-S-T-R. Thank you. I was getting to that. I'm sorry. You want to you wanna take this one? You want to take the, uh, the, to the, the toaster read? 
uh, toaster is a it's just an amazing product. It's a it's a toaster. It's it, it well, it's not quite a toaster. You get it'll get rid of your yeah, take it'll take up the it'll It's stop a toaster. It's your, a toaster with a smart chip. And it's got an app, and you you program in your preferences. Why what did kind of you interrupt you like? me? You told me to do it, and then you interrupted me. I just, I just, I we 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 have time. People listen to this on three times speed, and it was still getting too slow. It's fair. And so you just put in your preferences: light, dark, uh, type of bread, rye. Uh, yeah, I've yes. been using the rye setting on bagels, and I've got to say. <sighs> That's I a, miss my family way less. That's that's interesting because uh, one of my girlfriends prefers a pumpernickel oh. bagel, but on the the double char setting, and you know, and then one of my other girlfriends likes her. She actually has gluten free bread that she she likes pretty soft. Uh, same toaster. Another thing I like about toaster is when you sign up using our promo code. Uh, they'll send you a new bread once a day to try out. Yeah, it's uh, great. You, you, you know, I don't have time to go to a bakery. I don't have a bakery by my house. There is a bakery by the rental property, but I'm not always there. And so it's great. They send it right to your house, and you can get that when you use promo code uh, four-year non-taxpayer MLE. Uh, it's easy to remember. We talk we about talk about it on talk, every episode. Yeah, we talk about the four up. year pretty much all the time. Uh, that's four uh, written out as the word, not the number. Four year taxpayer M L E with periods after the M, the L, and the E to show that they're an abbreviation. Now, um, Danny, do you do you still get the toasters when you're? It's Randy. The, oh, sorry. I mean, Randy. <laughs> You still get them on the road. Is that another girlfriend? Uh, yes, but also uh, it's it's Danny with an eye. I I don't want to get into that that much, but uh, getting pretty into breaking down tape of the Denver Nuggets. I have to say, um, the the bread delivery system has just been excellent over here at my place. I although. I went on the road the other day to follow, of course, the Utah Jazz, the team mm-hmm. I cover. Yes. And I missed a, a bread delivery, and now this front of my home is just infested by pigeons. Oh, that's 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 terrible. I I do. You, do you have a friend that could pick up the bread for you? No. Do you have a friend? No, you're my only friend. So one thing that I like uh, when the bread piles up, it's it's good to make French toast. It's it's even better. That's why they call it uh, Pont Perdu in France. I guess if you're Nick Batum, I wouldn't need to tell you that. <laughs> uh, so toaster, go check it out and get toasty. All right, uh, we want to go to our feature. We want to continue um, a little look at CBA minutia. Uh, Randy, you had a you had a rating game you want to play? Well, yeah, of, of course. This last week we uh, ranked uh, every player um, who's ever had the uh, the biannual exception. Yes. and I thought it'd be really fun today 
uh, if we ranked all of the players in the NBA this year that are signed to the room extension. Oh, that's fun. The, that's fun. The, the, the room extension. Yes. Excuse me. Uh, my, one of my favorite cap minutia. Yeah. So that's that's the smallest of the exceptions available to a team, and it is available to a team that is so far under the cap that they cannot use uh, the mid-level or the mini-mid-level. Yeah, but everybody knows this. Why are you saying I don't know it? why I'm repeating it to our listeners uh, who are just uh, Larry Coon's children at this <laughs> point. Um. So I think the best player signed to the um, room exception this year is uh, – it's probably Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines, yeah. Any uh, argument? I mean, any argument, Brett? No, I think he's got to be the top guy. Uh, bringing it for the excellent Boston Celtics, and also bringing his top knot game in a way that we hadn't really seen recently, um, except outside of Oklahoma City. I wouldn't know. I only I only listen to the games on the radio. Oh, oh. Yeah. I'm too busy writing. Oh, that's right. You've got to, that's right. You have to keep your eyes on the screen. You do have seven different podcasts besides this one. So Yeah, and I write, I've written three books this year. That's right. You're Matt Harpring biography. And I'm on 12, I'm on 12 blogs. Yeah. Yeah, you work, you work very hard. You work very hard. I sleep 30 minutes a night. <laughs> My God, Brandy. You need a I'm, Casper I'm mattress. Not sure, I'm not sure what in my apartment is bread and what is furnishing. Anyway, I think the second best player is probably Ron Baker. Oh, I have to strongly disagree with that. I oh. I don't even know what you're thinking there with Ron Baker. I just that's ridiculous. Uh, it's clearly Ekpe Udo. I don't know about that. Oh, Epe Udo, uh, he's he's filled on defense for Rudy Gobert, uh, for your team, the Utah Jazz. His PER is 13.8, so Ron Baker is only at 11.3. I'm going to say, you know what, Brett? You're correct. Yeah, thank you. I'm thank sorry. You. I apologize. Look, I'm always right, but thank you. I appreciate I am it. the beta to your alpha, Brett. That's pretty on the nose, but yeah, I guess that that's pretty true. Uh, I also like that 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 Udo had had a couple of this games this year where he's had more steals than rebounds. Even though he's a center and virtually never shoots the ball, I just like seeing a weird ass guy like that in the NBA. To me, that's that's well worth. It's uh, so shocking when you exception. curse. Yeah, well, we've had you know a couple postcards come in for our postcard campaign, and you know overwhelmingly. They chose a PG-13 TVMA rating for the podcast. All right, so I think our third player is definitely Ron Baker then, correct? Yeah, because you've got to consider the publishing royalties that are possible there. Uh, he's he's bagging people up. He's 0.0 win shares this season. So that's I guess that's an infinite number when you're talking about his dollars per win share. Point five win shares, Brett. Are you sure he's better that he's not better than Ron Baker? <laughs> I just like that. I would I would like to see how Ron Baker would fit in playing next to you know an Aaron Brooks, a a a Baz Muhammad. Uh, that's all of our room level guy, room exception guys. Uh, I yeah, wow, and so. 
Sir? Yeah, we're going to do... Sir, should we go? <laughs> well, we're going to wrap up, but uh, stay tuned, because we're going to be doing our two weeks of two ways, our look at people who have a combination D-League NBA contract, and it'll be fun. We're going to rank... So fun. Yeah, we're going to rank all 73 of them. Uh, Randy, do you have anything you want to plug? <sighs> I have my other podcast, Vice President of Basketball Operations dot real mm-hmm. uh i also have a podcast called uh the jazziest of jazz we cover every minute of every jazz game uh in real time yeah it's the podcast you don't record uh right? of course of course there's our the the nba slack show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where we watch all the games on slack uh coming soon to ways uh, I have a book. Uh, it's about the women that Andre Kirilenko slept with. Uh, each chapter covers once a year, like the one woman a year he was allowed to sleep with outside of his marriage. Is that is that for sale yet? Uh, no, it's available for pre-order. Uh huh. I'm not going to read that, Randy. I'll just say that right now. <laughs> and uh, for me, just keep listening we're gonna have uh 11 more slammed ons before monday so get ready strap in i gotta say sean that show is fucking weird i don't i don't really even are we paying those guys (laughs) no they're lawyers oh god wait (laughs) Are they our lawyers? Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Randy, I know that guy. He used to work yeah. in politics, right? Yeah, he also sold tickets once. Hmm. Well, that was quite a show. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna I don't know if we're gonna do that again. We'll see. <laughs> Anything you wanna plug, Sean? Uh, punchline, December twenty eighth in San Francisco. Um, oh yeah, Yard Barker, and uh, that's all I had. Well, I will be at the sac- the San Francisco punchline as well. That December- same day, yeah, yeah. So uh, how weird is that? And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where uh, Nove- where November thirtieth, uh, I tweeted. Fire Doc Rivers! Wow. Wow. I saw the future, man. Fellow Clippers fans, they stick together. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) They're like the band on the Titanic. You know what I mean? Like, you just just riding that ship all the way down (laughs) to the icy bottom. I only want to hear it forever. I just want to keep hearing it. Shut it down. Let's fire Doc Rivers. <laughs> Trust the process and fire Doc Rivers. Did they tell you not to be Clipper Darrell anymore? Is that what they said? No. So in the conversation, they was like, you know, they were saying, how does it benefit us? You know, for you to go out there, for you to go out there and, um, and do an interview. I said, I've been doing these interviews, man, for the last 10 years. Right. It's been, never been a problem. So he started going at it with me, man. I said, y'all make me want to feel like, you know, just to give this Clipper Durrell up, right? He said, oh, you you do that? I'll give you two free tickets if you do that.
And then as as the conversation kept going, he 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 demanded. I mean, he was like, "Are you going to do? It? Are you going to give you give it up?" And he, he was like persistent on okay. it. You know. Okay. Let's uh, go to a statement that the Clippers did issue earlier this week. The Clippers have done absolutely nothing wrong or inappropriate as it concerns Daryl Bailey. His claims are absurd and unfounded. He has never been an employee or representative of the Clippers organization and therefore cannot be terminated. The Clippers have never engaged Mr. Bailey's services when he has been in need. The organization has regularly provided him a seat for games. They go on to say the Clippers have done absolutely nothing wrong or inappropriate as, uh, as I report. I just repeated that, but I just want to ask you uh, something right now. Are you changing your name? Or are you going to stay Clipper, Daryl? Because in a statement, they also mentioned that uh, they never asked you to stop using the name. Uh, and they said that you're getting very emotional right now. I'm sorry, Daryl. Daryl has been a season ticket holder for the Lakers for 11 years now. And uh, a Clipper fan for the last 15 years, Daryl. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.